0: Bye.
1: Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Jeff Pliskin of Raised Fist Propaganda. Oh my god, I had to record that a couple times because I couldn't get Raised Fist Propaganda out of my jiggly face fast enough or or properly. Anyways, (laughs) we are back and I got it right. So hey, Raised Fist Propaganda propaganda. I just have to go slower. That's it. There's just certain words and phrases that I just need to slow down, like raised fist, Propaganda. I can't just go raise fist, you know, like I'm just going to trip over my words. So anyways, Jeff Pliskin of Raised Fist Propaganda is on the show today and I couldn't be happier. Jeff is a, I love the success that Jeff's had. I've known about Jeff for many, many years just being in the Southern California reggae scene or the Cali Roots reggae scene going on out there. And uh, I, I had a couple of his t-shirts like so he's a shirt maker, a videographer, a photographer, a promoter, a producer, just all kinds of roles and hats that Jeff wears. And um, I've just, I've just known about him. I've just known about Ray Fist propaganda for a long long time and um, I remember getting harassed here in Ohio for wearing a shirt because they thought I was like anti-American or something and I, I think that Ray fist is the most American you can be is when you're, when you're talking, when you're, when you're talking and you're speaking to power with your fist up in the air. That's, that's the most American that you can be. So yeah, fucking protest, do your thing. Peacefully, y'all. Peacefully. I know some of y'all don't agree with that. I don't care. I'm too old to be fucking encouraging violence. All right. I don't. That's not me. You guys, you guys do what you will, but I encourage peace so please if you're gonna protest protest peacefully and that's on both sides motherfuckers you fucking antifas and you fucking little trumpers and left -er and lefties and righties or whatever (laughs) both y'all motherfuckers are crazy anyways uh moving the fuck on uh jeff will be on the show here shortly oh did i mention that jeff has shot and had had some photos published in Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention that. He, he's been in the Huff Post as well. Uh, he has credits, son. He has credits. Billboard magazine. Yeah, the whole thing. So come on through. Jeff, was, Jeff will be coming up here shortly. But first, Go check out random mystique.com Raina mystique has a latest single is called the TTJ or the titty jiggle, which due to COVID, I guess CD baby can't uh, distribute music on time. It's probably staff shortages. Who knows? In any case, it was supposed to be out already, but be on the lookout for the titty jiggle, which is a good old time. You can also find Raina on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. We stream Mondays and Fridays for our new winter hours, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mondays and Fridays. Um, yeah, we, we we are streaming still. We're doing our thing through the winter job that I have. Uh, I'm hoping that the winter job does come to an end, but it's looking like I might have to have like a, a, a spring job as well. So who, who knows what's going to happen. You know what I got to do? I got to step it up on the sponsors and shit. So y'all need to need to be buying shit that I mean, I'm selling here folks you need to be buying shit i'm selling here folks (laughs) anyways um yeah check us up uh, on twitch if you like the the podcast if you like the guests if you like this show then you're gonna love the live stream come be a part of the conversation ask questions be involved win prizes sometimes we play games sometimes you win prizes it's good times very very good times uh, moving on, uh, we got a new song coming out called Hierarchy, and we have a new video out right now called Hierarchy, and I suggest y'all go and watch it, please, which I need to record an intro for for the last podcast I recorded, because uh, I, y'all need to know. So Hierarchy will be out on January 20th, CD Baby permitting, but the video is out now. You can find the link in the show notes, so please go and give a, a like and a listen and a comment and a share, whatever you can do to help that song get some legs would be appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so Hierarchy will be out. It's featuring Holden Stefan Roy, a Canadian, or or, or more exact, a Montreal-based rapper and uh, and a podcaster. He has a podcast called Behind That Suit. He does reviews on YouTube, and he's on Twitch, and twitch.tv slash Behind That Suit. So, you know we, we he's a he's he's a he's become a friend and his partner is one of our mods in the in the Twitch stream so uh you know i you, you become close with people that you hang out with for hours on end so you know uh, even if it is on the internet anyways that yeah so look out for hierarchy <clears throat> we also have uh, we also have Famera. Me and my wife, Rain Mystique, we are a. Uh, we've been doing a show on Famera called the Pop Culture Pop Off, and Famera is a new app in which uh, it operates on the FaceTime network for iOS. So you get cleaner and clearer sounds for you to hang out with your friends, cool environments, uh, and and you can actually start streaming your content out to people and sort of like Twitch or live streaming on YouTube or Facebook. You put your you put your live beam on and you're going. So go into the link in the show notes and click on Famera and download the app if you're an iOS user or an Apple uh, iPhone user. I'm sorry, no Androids allowed. Mm, no. They're still working on that. So don't worry, we're not leaving you out. So me and my wife, we do the pop culture pop-off every week. And usually we we let you guys know when we're doing it on our on our social medias, but for now it's Sundays from four to five PM Eastern Standard Time. Okay, uh, what else we got? We got takelessons.com. If you're interested in taking some live. Lessons online lessons of how to podcast or stream on Twitch, or I'm also going to be doing some live classes. So be on the lookout. Go to takelessons.com in the show notes. You can click on the link and get a free 30-day trial, and you can take as many classes you want. You don't have to take any music classes. It can be voice classes. It can be yoga. It can be meditation. They have all kinds of of highly trained and qualified teachers, and it's like after a month, it's like twenty dollars a month, and you can take any unlimited amount of classes classes on take lessons live so it's really really freaking cool and i'm very happy to be a part of the platform and it's actually that platform has helped support this family for many years now so it's so fun to be a part of the take lessons family so uh, go and check out the take lessons link in the show notes and get 30 days for free and come find me i'm under richard john Lawfer, and (laughs) there should be a link a profile link in the show notes so you can come and find me for sure um and you can also like subscribe review like us on facebook instagram uh discord we're on all the things so come and look around in the show notes and click and you know follow us up you can also subscribe to us on apple itunes or follow us on spotify holy shit my tiredness is catching up with me You can follow us on Spotify, of course, and we are on Spotify, so go listen to us on Spotify. If you want, if not, if you listen to us on Apple iTunes, I I can't blame you. It's all good. Uh, What else? Yeah, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube and or Twitch. You can also do a very free way of supporting the show and leave a review. If you leave a review, leave us a five-star review. If you like the show and you can write a little message, we'll read it on air. If you write a message in like apple itunes i think that the one of the only places where you can leave a written review for a podcast uh but if you couldn't leave a re- written review for the where you listen to your podcast that'd be great as well um it just helps us in the algorithms people can find us better and <sighs> i forgot what i was gonna say also uh spotify has started a rating system so please go give us some stars on spotify uh it, it'll, it'll it'll make your dick bigger promise all right guys that is enough of that. Let's get over to Jeff P- Pliskin. P- oh God, I keep fucking this up. It's only because like I've said it so many times in different ways that now I I, I can't even fucking. Ugh. It's Pliskin, okay? It's Pliskin. God damn. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody, put your hands together for this week's guest. Uh, Jeff Pliskin of Raise Fist Propaganda. Thank you so much for being here. How you doing, my friend? Good. Happy Saturday. Happy fucking Saturday, man. Yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> I, I don't want to call you out this quick, but you're in the car and you're like, I don't want to see him in the car. And I'm sorry I called you out, but th- I just thought it was so funny. He's like, I got to drive to the city, bro. I'm in the car. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, baby. True Let's story. go. True. Let's go. Hey, but but Jeff is in Long Beach, uh, New York. Would you call it Long Beach, New York? What is that what you would call it? What did you just That's call That's what it? they call it. Yeah, because I, because I, I, some people would think it would be Long Beach, California. Very different. Very, very different places, indeed. Uh, y- are you from New York City? Are you from that area? Yep. Yeah, New, York, New York about all my life. Nice. 42 years. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let me ask you, how'd
0: you get Optimus Prime to do your uh, intro? Didn't he die? Um... <laughs> Optimus Prime died, bro. I Throw have. Him back.
1: I I have my ways, my friend. I have my ways. That's
0: a sick intro, dude.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: get get me his info after the podcast. I want to give him a call.
1: <laughs> I got you, actually. Uh, I for real got you. If you're if you're for real interested, I do got you. I need some sound bites from uh, Optimus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you, buddy. I got uh, his name is Bentley Michaels. Is that, I'll just tell everybody. Bentley is a fixture <laughs> on this show. His name is Bentley Michaels. He's a voiceover actor out of Salem, Washington. Uh, and- no way. Yeah, and he's a he's a good friend of ours of the show, good friend of mine, and um, he stood us up the other day, but it was great. We still had a good time. Fucking dick, fuck you, Bentley. Hi
0: i thought it was like a computer uh, app or something but it's actually you actually have a dude that sounds like that's pretty dope
1: yeah yeah that's it's an actual person that uh, that i paid money to do it even though he's my friend paid money i did pay money (laughs) i did pay money no by the way that was like the most bullshit thing i could have said was like i paid money even though he's my friend i don't care if your artist is if if an artist is your friend don't try to fucking lowball them all right fucking pay them what they're worth you assholes uh, would you agree with that, Jeff? I don't know. Like, wait, are you one to cut deals for friends with your photography?
0: Well, there's a standard rate, mm-hmm. and I've actually been explaining it. Like, once you get the standard rate, it's it's really easy. Yeah. Um, You know, there's a video rate, per day rate. When I first – but even though I don't want to mention this guy's name, DJ Khalid, because I don't <laughs> really listen to this dude, but he actually <laughs> posted one. something. He, he posted something that was pretty – something that I relate with. He said that he worked for free for six years, just getting into the industry, meeting all these Jamaican legends. And then on the seventh year, he made a million dollars. And that's pretty much, I relate like for like five, six years, I was doing free shit for everybody. And then finally I got noticed. And my first video was like five grand and then 10 grand. And then, you know, after that, you kind of establish a rate of Mm. what you want. and You know, like you got to understand it's not always about money. It's about like, all right, you can't do this. Then what's the exchange? Like, what can we do here? Yeah. I did that with a couple of up and coming bands like 10 years ago who were like no names at the time. So we did a trade off where it's like, all right, I'll do a video for you, but you're going to wear my shit for like five years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it's just, you know, one hand washes the other. And it's like, it's a mutual respect. And I think um, I was talking about it with my boy Kosher Dills last night. He's like this rapper dude from New York. He's kind of blowing up right now. And I was with him last night and it's kind of like, you know, you set your standards and you kind of like, you have a crew and it's like, he was talking about the mobster crew. And, um, like, if you look at, like, Goodfellas movies or Sopranos movies, you always see the same, like, Goombas in, like, every movie. <laughs> right? Right, right. And he told me this. I didn't even understand that. And I didn't realize it until yesterday. He told me that, you know, they had, like, a little thing going on for, like, 10 years. Like, listen, we're all going to, like, hype each other. Like, if I get a movie part, I'm going to get all my friends in the movie part. And I, I see the same thing going on in, like, this uh, reggae scene where it's, like, we kind of look out for each other. And, you know, it doesn't matter what people say on Facebook, you know, people can say all the shit they want in the end. It's like if if there's friendship involved and, and people have each other's backs, they're going to have you back. And that's what I do. I have my, my friends' backs. So it's like, you know, in, in a brotherhood, there's always going to be bullshit. Like I, I dealt with one band. Uh, I was in San Diego for like two months last year. And, you know. We had some like interesting situations, but at the end of the day, I still have their back, and they still have mine. You know, they who is the band? I'm not gonna mention, but like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, at this at the end of the day, it's like they're still coming out this spring to play for me. You goddamn right. And I'm still going over there to do videos for them. So it's like you got to understand, you know, loyalty is royalty. Yeah, and that's something that I'm really into. Like fuck feelings and fuck how you felt like if you can communicate it tell me how how you feel about it let's work on it yeah all right cool are we good (laughs) all right let's move on right and and a lot of people don't realize that like when you have that loyalty like you can only go up up and up Mm. and um that's right you know going back to the whole rate thing no i don't think people should take advantage and, and do free shit um you know i know a few people doing it but at the end of the day, it's like the person doing the free stuff. If they have a big picture game plan, then good for them. But if they're doing free shit and they're expecting like, all right, they, I'm going to get blessed. It's like, you can't you can't wait on someone to bless you. You have to do it yourself. Mm. So it's like, for me, in 2007, 8, 9, when I was doing free videos for everybody, I had a big picture. It's like, I'm going to stop. After year three or four, I'm going to stop. And it didn't even come to that. Like, I was right around 2009, I was just blessed with, oh, you did this video and that video? All right, cool. So we're going to put you on, talk to the manager, and tell him how much you want. And that's how the ball starts rolling. And it's about, you know, over than loyalty, it's about perseverance. So it's like, are you going to deliver? So for me as a filmmaker, it's like, you know, you deliver the videos and then when you start impressing management and the artists like yo this guy's good like we want a video he's good mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with personality it has nothing to do with like do we like him do we not like him it's more like that guy or that girl they're gonna get it done yeah and we're gonna keep going back to him and i just feel like at my peak like when i st- first started blowing up all of a sudden i see like internet stuff like fuck that guy he's not that good <laughs> He, you know, he's friends with these guys. That's why. And it's like, <laughs> I ne- I was never used to that. Yeah, It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Internet stuff. Like,
1: yeah. Uh, it's stuff. like,
0: wow. I'm like seeing all this crazy shit, like rumors and made up shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember Kyle from slightly stupid. Like he told me, he's like, dude, just ignore it. Cause you're under a microscope now. Like now people see that you're doing these videos. Like. Anything you write on the internet is going to be, like, torn apart. So I took that advice and, like, oh, dude, past, like, six, seven, eight years, like, all you see on my Facebook is, like, here's a photo. Here's a video. You don't see my fucking opinions on shit. (laughs) It's, like, the only opinion I'll give is, like, yeah, that's a good photo on someone else. Like, I'll never talk about my own shit. I think you know, you got to keep it humble. Just, like, here's a photo. You hate it? All right, cool. You like it? Awesome. Mm. It's a good memory. Yeah, here's a video, like the Rockers video. I got my opinions about it, you know. Like I was for New Year's Eve, I was with Gary Dredd and and Rick, and um, Gary was telling me like like the movement saw the video and they were like, they were like, oh shit. And I just I told Gary I'm like eh, it could be better, <laughs> but you know it's it's all artistic in- interpretation. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in the movement's case, it's like they see this dude that's like, like I said, he's like, I'm loyal. One phone call. It's like, where do you want to do it? You know, what are the terms let's go. Yeah. So it's about being reliable and loyal and, and knowing that you have a soldier, you know? Yeah. And anyway, that's my little rant. Well, on the whole race thing
1: well no um, i i appreciate that because you, you i think you hit on a, a lot of interesting points that uh, we can kind of dive dive deeper in it's like you're kind of talking about building a network like your network is your net worth that whole thing and and you know you're you're talking about someone who shows up and and gets the job done and 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 it might be he might be the best he might be okay but uh the thing about this kind of business is like you don't have to be the greatest in the world it helps uh, but you, if you show up on time and you have a good name, like you were saying, like, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say okay, show up on time. Okay. <laughs> Are you late all the time? Like, I don't It's like,
0: what um, is, I'm an artist. I like, got gotcha. you. Hit you up. Okay, like, my dude, bad. Showing minutes.
1: up ready to work. Let's say that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Showing yeah. up ready to work and, and like having your shit down, knowing your equipment, knowing your music for musicians. Not
0: showing up is is I've seen so much fuckery, dude, over the past like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Like not showing up, and I'm talking about an artist too, like a big time artist. Like who, dude? I, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> drop names. I'm but it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah,
1: you you can't not show up. Yeah, that's bullshit.
0: I am going to drop this name, though, because this is like a a, a, apart from the reggae scene. I feel like the reggae scene is so tight knit. And like my loyalty to the reggae scene is I'm not going to throw people. I wouldn't even say throw people under the bus. It's just like, you know, like it could be interpreted as like, oh, like, listen, man, I've had my. My yin and yang, bad days too over the past fifteen years, and I'm always trying to be better and the best I can. But I'll tell you something. This dude Peter Green from Pulp Fiction, I've known this. He played Zed. Uh, you know Zed is dead. The cop. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Where Bruce Willis at the end? He, the girl's like, "Where's Zed?" He's like, "Zed's Zed's dead, dead, baby.
1: Zed's dead." So yeah,
0: I was very fortunate. Uh, probably like ten years ago, I was at like one of those Goomba, like Soprano type of parties where I was doing photos. And, um, I met all those dudes and I became friends with Peter Green. Oh, nice. He's, he's, he's just like, yo, dude, I love your style of taking photos. Cause I do like this ninja shit mm. where I like, I like, you know, I do a whole spiel to it. Like I'll, I'll like circle, you know, and we exchanged numbers. And for the past 10 years, he's been doing projects with me on and off. So I'm doing my first film and, uh, dude, I flew everybody out for this and like, I flew Angelo from Fishbone. Oh, nice. Um, Kyle Rising, Sensi Trails, uh, a couple of models, and um, you know the and Kosha Dills was in it, and um, you know Pete's part was like the classic like Soprano style, just like a two second part. And the dude he never showed up, right? Oh, so like that was one thing we had to like work with it. And then he he ended up FaceTiming me like a week later. He's like, "Yo, dude." He's like, I, I didn't forget, man. Let's let's reschedule. So it's kind of like you gotta work around that stuff. Like yeah. you can't get feelings involved. Like you can't be like, fuck you,
1: motherfucker. Right.
0: You gotta you gotta look at the big picture. It's like, all right, cool. Like what right. dates work? And if anything, it was like a blessing in disguise because I ended up hitting up like, you know, John Phillips, the manager for slightly stupid. He wants to be in it. I, I'm talking to Miles, the singer, to be in it. So it's like. You know, in everything, in art, it's kind of like, especially independent film, it's like it's like molding clay. Like, where is this going to go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, granted, this is not a big studio project with producers and timelines. This is a passion project. So I'm pretty psyched on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, a crazy part. Like, the dude didn't show up, so we <laughs> had to, like, improvise. So we gave Angelo from Fishbone his part, and he fucking crushed it. Like, just imagine like watching like a black dude from South Central L.A. like speaking like an Italian mobster. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> is this he, out? He loved it. Is this out and about? It's not. No, we just filmed it
1: like you last just month. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. So this is coming out soon.
0: Yeah, I tried. Like, it's a 15 minute. It's a 15 minute independent film. Oh, dope. And we're shoot. Yeah, it's is called that, Skull Piss.
1: Is that your first independent film? You've you've uh, thrown the, your ring in the hat or hat in the ring for?
0: Um. I filmed a, a movie called the "Optimistic Yes" with Angelo like seven years ago. Oh, cool! But that, was, even though I directed it, it was more his film. It mm. was his story, his editing. Like he sat with me, like editing on Adobe Premiere. Gotcha. And we ended up, we got into like a few film festivals. We got Trauma
1: Film Fest, which oh, is a like, Toxic. Oh no, Trauma! That's so dope. yeah. We, I love Troma we growing up, man. Toxic Avenger. We were, yeah Yeah, we were on the panel with toxic
0: avenger he was like standing there with with his mop like right next to us (laughs) it was it was fucking crazy dude um (laughs) so we were in there we were in like philly uh la film fest and uh we have a thing in brooklyn called afropunk which is like they highlight like african-american bands Mm -hmm. and they they streamed they premiered our film so we've been blessed with that but this is like my first film where I'm actually I wrote it and I'm producing it, and like producing is like a real pain in the ass. Just like editing, um, animation. It's like, uh, dude, you gotta fly people out. You gotta get fuck money.
1: animation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just all morning since five a.m. I've been fucking animating. I hate it. So you triggered me, my my friend. You triggered me. But uh, <laughs> uh what are you
0: using? You do using, using for Adobe?
1: No fucking Final Cut. I, I hate Final okay. Cut. That's your problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, I, I get. You know, it. Adobe has a new program called Animate.
0: Adobe Animate.
1: What is it? Something. Please. You
0: you just put it in. You you drop. See, I got a guy who does like cartoons of like reggae people. Uh huh. Um. So anyway, I and we were talking about it. You just drop the um. You drop the image into the timeline and Animate has all the presets, kind of like Instagram, like
1: move arm, move leg. Wow. The time we you, bro, live in, friend. We should talk after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down, I'm down. Yo, I mean, I, I was looking at it just this morning, looking at Premiere. Like, I really should just be in Premiere. This is stupid. Like, I, dude, I, it's
0: life changing. Like, I've, sure. I've been using it for like fifteen years. Yeah. I, I could do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, Final like, Cut shit's success. Like, I tried it's just fucking annoying
1: it's a pain in the ass it really is and there's no like you get stuck in these like not very intuitive kind of corners and it's just like okay I guess I'm just gonna do this weird workaround, and that sucks that you have to do workarounds on a professional, you know, editing suite. So, whatever, it's it's what it, it was free for me. So I just that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. But now that I have no, money, I, I a little money. I'm not saying I'm rich or anything. But well, it's it like play.
0: you know, I should get I should get money for advertising them. But it's like you do like a monthly. It's like twenty thirty yeah, bucks a month.
1: Yeah, that my wife has it. That's the thing. My wife has Premiere, and she has the, the 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 monthly thing. And here I am, like a fucking dope. With my fucking final cut pro, like some kind of fucking asshole. But yeah, I, I agree oh, uh we have a question from the chat here, and and um well maybe we'll wait for Morby to come back. We'll wait for Morby to come back because this is Morby's question. So we'll we'll oh actually it's actually kind of funny. We'll re-ask it. Did you pick your parking spot on purpose with the magnificent lighting? Damn, I missed the sun.
0: <laughs> I got this. All right, so I'll tell you what I'm doing. i I got like a million hands. I got I got the film business. And you know, while I'm like filming, I'm like I started making stickers. Oh. So I think the sti- like Snoop Dogg posted my sticker on his um, on his Twitter like ten years ago, and that's part of the reason my shit blew up. Mm. So I'm like, all right, let me make shirts now. And then when I was on tour, it was slightly stupid. I would just bring boxes of shirts on tour, and the band would wear it and yada yada. Fortunate Youth. Nice. So. You know, now I'm very fortunate, pardon the pun, but I'm, I'm fortunate <laughs> to have a little fan base where I mail out like 10 or 20 packages like every week, a uh, nice wow. steady flow. Wow. And um, so I'm at the post office and I have this, I have the one spot where I park. I got unlimited green tea at Panera Bread. So I get my green tea. I meditate in my car. I mail my <laughs> shit out. So it's like.
1: That's so dope, dude. I, I love that you were able to take. This name and take take what you do and turn it into something that where you actually are like mailing out physical, you know, pieces of art and stuff. Um, I, I, actually, I have a couple of the t-shirts with prop with racist propaganda on the back and it's for different Sick. things. Like there's one for, um, Mariana. Uh, she was out, she had a radio show, um, in Sacramento and she gave me one. Oh, uh, like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: my girl, man. Yeah. She's the homie. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's, she's, she's my girl, bro. She's my girl. Nah, oh, no, she's
0: mad cool. I haven't seen her in like four years. Yeah.
1: She had a baby um, and stuff. Yeah. She's, she's great.
0: That, uh, what was it? It was, um, I can't remember. she had a
1: podcast. Yeah, it was a podcast.
0: It was, it was the, the, um, she had like the, the muffin as well. Yes,
1: Ragamuffin like, Radio.
0: Ragamuffin Radio, Thank dude. You. That shit was real. She's cool. She's like a hip hop. That's mm. what I like about her. Like she was just like uh, old, like underground hip hop, like uh, trip hop type of shit. Yeah. And last time I hung out with her was, it was Slightly Stupid Berkeley in 2017. Nice. And the thing about her is like, you know, everyone's like, oh, slightly stupid, slightly stupid. But. She was more psyched on like meeting Charlie Tuna, who's like the Jurassic Five dude, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. More. And so
0: I took a photo of her with Charlie Tuna. Aww. I did my like crazy. So she's mad cool. Yeah, I'd probably blessed her with some shirts.
1: So so yeah, it was her and like another like random, I can't remember who it was, but I got it at Cali Roots or whatever. Cause playing or something, you know, like if you're an artist, you, people are just throwing shirts at you. So it's like that was one of the things. Uh, but but I actually wanted to bring that up just because. I was at the gym here in fucking Bumfuck, Ohio and Bumfuck. Uh, Yes, Bumfuck. It's a it's it's right next to Shitstain, Ohio. Um it, it's
0: Is that off route 66?
1: It's off route 66, <laughs> bro. Um it's it, it, I was at the gym. It was at the local YMCA and uh some old Fucking dude came up to me and was offended by race fist propaganda. Oh
0: he... dude, I got stories, dude. Oh my god. And I had to it, sit there the and back... defend myself.
1: Right. And I was like, dude, it's a fucking shirt. Get away from me.
0: Because the back of the shirt has like a fist, right? Kind of like the like yeah. the you know, like the Black Panthers back in the 70s. I'm so not to cut you off. No, please go. Like five four or five years ago out, like I was in Texas.
1: <laughs> I like where this we were, is going. We,
0: we were we were at a diner and like these two cowboys, like the the dude literally had a cowboy hat. He's like, "What's up? Is that like what is that? Like they they think the logo is kind of like fuck the government? Mm-hmm. Or,
1: That's exactly or what it anti."
0: Is. So I just give them a the very like, very like a commercial. I'm just like, "Yo, it's a skate company from New York. Like, relax." Yeah and it really shuts people up like oh, what is that supposed to mean? I'm like it's supposed to mean skateboard company
1: here, <laughs> Can you just <laughs> shut the fuck up and just understand that you just shut the fuck up. Um let, let's 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 show off some of this shit man. Let's let's get some uh up? let's get Do some it. shit going. Here. This is a uh, this is for, oh hold on let me get you in here as well. Boom there he is. Uh so the here's his merch right here if you guys want to go check out. Look, Angela Moore. you guys <laughs> nice. Look at this. Look! Wow! Look at this shit, man! Look at all. So
0: that so that goes back to what I was saying with like the money aspect. So with Angelo,
1: no way is this Wu Tang design design yours. Yeah. Oh shit! I totally tried to bite that. I
0: sent that shit. I sent that to Ric Flair, dude, and they posted it on his uh, Facebook, and and then he gave me a shout out. I have the shout out. I posted it as well.
1: That's Um, fucking rad. But the
0: shits the shits obviously like. Shit's obviously low key, but let me tell you a, a a thing with, um, what was I talking about? Oh, with Angelo. So with Angelo, it's kind of like, you know, be in my movie. So I'm like, I'm going to pay you X amount. Mm. And then he's like, I, I want you to get my flights or whatever. And I'm like, all right, let's do a pin. So like, you kind of want to, you know, negotiate what you want. You know what I mean? Right. So now, now I get a cool Angelo Moore pin, you know, like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. full, full permission. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's dope. I mean, and and so like you're seeing these. And so when he was talking about people stopping him in Texas and stuff, you know, there's these raised fists. That's probably not great. There you go. There's like a raised fist. That's so. Jimbo.
0: So that's cool. Jimbo Phillips. He, you know, his dad did like the Santa Cruz logo, the, the screaming hands.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Um, it's cool. Yeah, I hit him up. Like I hit, hit him. So let me tell you a story about this. So like when I first started doing it, I just made like random goofy shirts and shit. And then probably about seven or eight years ago, I'm like, let me get real artists to, like, draw. Let's make this a legit company. So I got Jimbo Phillips, uh, who does the Screaming Hand. I got Opie from Sublime. He did, like, maybe 10 or 15 of my designs. Uh, so it's pretty cool to, like, oh, bring, yeah. like, legendary artists
1: to like, into yeah. – no, no, you're. Right. I so, no, no. It was exciting. I just started talking over. Yeah, it's so cool that you have people <laughs> send you designs. It's and shit. cool. Hell yeah, you know, that's like, real cool, man. That's really cool. That's, that's my your... cart-
0: My cartoon guy. That was the. Um, that was uh, a from Long Beach Double Stars. That's oh, like nice. Like I said, that was like a, a Pinto. Deal
1: like, that son of a bitch. There he is. Look at him. Oh, you know Pinto? I do. I do know Mike. He's 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 uh he used to live with my my home girl. Uh, and my homie in OB. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yo, well, look at this.
1: Oh, look at you! You look at you representing OB. I love. O- I miss OB desperately, man. It's twenty degrees. I might be right going
0: there. back. My my boy Kyle Rising from Sensi Trails. He's gonna sublet it to me. Oh, no. Nice. So I think if if teaching goes remote in New York, I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here.
1: Oh, you know, for I'm sure. Chill in San Diego. What what uh, what what kind of teacher are you?
0: I've been teaching for about eighteen years. Wow, um, that's
1: really high cool. School English. High school English, like, public school?
0: Public school, kid.
1: God damn. How do you like that, man? You know, that's what I do.
0: You know, <laughs> that's what I do. It's what I do. I'm not going to bullshit you and be like, I'm saving people. It's like, listen, my first three or four years, I was like, they have this joke, teacher joke, where it's like your first few years, it's like, you're up to students. Like, you're right behind them. Like, what do you need? You need yeah. pencils. You need extra help. It's like after 18 years, you know, it's kind of like. It's what I do. <laughs> and like, I, I still love what I do. Um, and I, I'm, but it's like, you know, it's, it's like being a parent almost, man. But yeah. you have like multiple kids. It's like
1: really crazy, man. Oh yeah, totally. Um, Teaching is a but I, I,
0: thing. Man, I got stories, man. I, you know, I have, I have students like after 15 years, hit me up on Facebook. Like one dude's in like Jamaica. He's like uh, a huge fitness trainer. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, you're like, bigger than me now (laughs) (laughs) I taught him when he was like in 10th grade that's tight and I'm like holy shit dude and he's like bigging me up like my teacher and I'm like holy shit
1: that's awesome man I mean like you do make it that's the thing about teaching is that you do make an impact on people's life whether you realize it or not and and the fact that people are still like reaching out to you and sort of like hey what's up teach you know I, I think that's beautiful man that's a beautiful thing to be able to look back and be like hey at least I accomplished this you know Uh how was it how was it going through the pandemic as a teacher last year? I mean it seemed like a big shit show over there. I don't complain. Yeah, like
0: uh I don't like a lot of people use Facebook and Instagram like to to be a mirror. Like Mm -hmm. let me complain about shit. Let's see how many people like let's just put
1: out negative shit constantly. That sounds cool. Yeah.
0: I, I use Facebook as a tool, yep, uh for my art. Uh, art is my release like for example this is a saturday morning right Mm. so i teach all week and i deal with a lot of stress that i don't really talk about so my saturdays and sundays like i drink my green tea i sit in the sun in a fucking parking lot i do a podcast like that shit makes me feel good yeah so um how do i feel about what's going on instead of bugging out i like we went remote so I bought a one-way ticket to Miami. I was in Miami for two months. And then after that, like Kyle Rising from Sensi Trails called me up. He's like, yo, I got your number from Tim. I want to do a video. I flew to San Diego. I fucking crashed on this dude's couch for like a month in San Diego. I would wake up at 5 a.m. San Diego to teach my 8 o'clock Zoom class. Nice. And and Kyle Kyle's like, dude... It will be like five in the morning and I'm hearing you like, good morning class. (laughs) You have like this little inside joke. Um, I just talked to him yesterday. He's like, yo, rent out my place. I'm like, that sounds sick. (laughs) Um, And that's what I appreciate about this this scene. It's like you make so many like friendships and it's like, holy shit. Like if I wasn't in the scene, I'd just be like stuck in New York. Like when my, my neighbor's like, Hey, you want to go get a beer where it's like, (laughs) in the reggae scene it's like like you're from ohio it's like yo dude like what's going on in ohio maybe i'll come out like yeah. hey kyle like what's going on in san diego maybe i'll fly out for the weekend and like do some cool shit
1: yeah yeah exactly um, I, I agree with you completely it's like uh, being a part of the scene because i was in san diego for 13 14 years and uh, i lived in lv i love san diego it's my favorite um i live in- you want
0: to hear a story about sure i love it uh, what years were you there
1: 2006 to 2018 or 2017.
0: Okay, so that's literally when my ship like blew up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, two- I, I
1: I'm aware of you, sir. I I've I've known about well, you for I, years. I,
0: I, I want to tell you a story though about Ob because it has oh, a go. very special place in my heart when it comes to my story. Hmm. So it's like, you know, 2005, 2004 five. My first years of like teaching, I made some real money. I, I bought like a, I bought like a professional camera, right? Yeah. Yo, this shit cost me like sixteen hundred <laughs> bucks, and at the time, it's like when you're broke, like that's a lot of money. That's
1: dude. everything, yeah.
0: So it was a Nikon D80, and the funny thing is, like, if you go on eBay, this shit's like fifty bucks, hundred <laughs> bucks now, because um, everyone's got like the Sony A7 and yada, yada, yeah. But yo, I still shoot with the fucking Nikon D80. You no can't way, even find it, can't find it anywhere. And Gary Dredd told me this. He's like, dude, it doesn't matter what equipment you use. It's about your fucking style. If you have style that people like. So I realized I'm like, dude, so I have 2005 style. Like, I don't give a (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Like, my (laughs) style, when people see my photo, it's like my photo. Now, I'm going to be clear. It doesn't mean I'm better than anyone. It doesn't mean my shit's amazing. I mean, some people think my shit's annoying with the fisheye. Well, a, the it's scene,
1: washed out. Like I, I know it's blown out. I'm sorry, not washed out. It's kind of blown out, and I'm not criticizing because I, I dig what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, black and white. Yeah, and it's like it reminds me of those old school band photos that you see back. I mean, even in the '90s and shit too, man. Like yep, you saw that's that kind my, of style that's my shit. in the '90s and shit. Yeah, so I totally get where you're going. So like you're you're completely conveying the message, and so yeah, good. To so have I got you, this say.
0: camera and i'm like all right let me start shooting shit that i like right so i would shoot like local skate skaters and skateboarders at my skate shop Mm -hmm. uh special it was called special sauce skate shop and if you're from long island new york like that shit was like the mecca Mm -hmm. like they had like pharrell come out um it was like it was like a hip-hop breakdance skateboard story it was so sick so i'm trying to make my way in as like a 24 25 year old like you know, fresh off the, got a new camera. So whatever. I just, I had these skate photos, but nothing crazy. And then, um, I met this chick in Brooklyn and then we hung out for a little bit and then she ended up moving to like Wisconsin of all places. Um, so we kept in touch. We're like, yeah, let's just like meet up every couple of months and like, you know, cause we liked each other. So I was like, yeah, let's meet in San Diego, you know, let's meet at like a warm spot. So. We ended up uh going to mission Beach, right, because I, I always like mission beach yeah, it's nice and we, and we rented bikes. I'll never forget that day man like I was like, yeah let's I like to ride bikes, I'm like, let's ride bikes into OB and um we got rented the bikes, it was like twenty bucks for the day or whatever, and we rode this is like two thousand eight, two thousand nine we rode into OB and there's like flyers. Uh, for this guy, Sasha which is this dude from Hawaii. Hmm. And, you know, I'm a reggae head and I was like, yo, I gotta see this guy. He's sick. Yeah. We're like, fuck it, let's go. So right. Winston's? Back in the, nah, there's a place back in the day called Canes.
1: Yeah, Canes in Mission Beach, right? It is no longer. Right. It, it was but, Beachcombers and Canes or something. Not Beachcombers. It was
0: Canes. It was Canes. It, it was Canes and stung. then something
1: else and now it doesn't yeah. exist.
0: It's like surf barn. it's some greedo shit now. But... <laughs> Okay. It looks really cool, though. It's kind of like Vegas, like they they pimped it out. Oh no, good! But it was like, oh, that's cool. Canes was sick, man. Yeah, like, it was, I love it. Yeah. So so we're um so at the time there's this opening dude. His name was C Money, right? And uh, he was like this trumpet dude. But I you know we were there to watch um Sasha mom. So C Money's like you know playing with his trumpet. I'm like taking photos of this dude, and he's like, "Yo, I'm playing the Ob Festival." Like. T- tomorrow you should come out and ob like they cleared out the parking lot and they had a big stage and um you know it was fucking awesome it was like right off um right off newport avenue yeah right right at the end and right
1: like, by the beach right in front of the beach it's Fucking amazing. right in front of the
0: beach yeah. and like Sea money's playing and uh kyle from slightly stupid was there og was there and that's the first time i met all these dudes in person And I took photos of them, and we all got fucking lit. Hmm. And they were like, yo. It was, like, so, like, nonchalant. It was like, yo, we like your vibe. Like, come on tour with us. I'm like, yeah, no. I didn't even ask. I'm like, yeah, no problem. (laughs) I've never done (laughs) a tour. I've never done a tour, like. And I've heard of you guys from um, the song they did with G-Love, Mellow Mood. Like, that's, like, my Hmm. favorite song of all time by them. Like, Mellow Mood, like. That was, like, my my breakup song. Aww. Like, when I broke up my girl back in, like, 2004, 2005, like, I would, like, send her that video on, like, MySpace. You know, like,
1: <laughs> right? Aww, yeah, hell so yeah, not,
0: baby. So I was like, holy shit, like, I'm going to go on tour with these guys who did that Mellow Moon song. And uh, so two weeks later, they're like, you know, we're all, like, see, Money's like, yo, we're going on tour with Snoop Dogg. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so... You know, so that was my OB story. Like, I met, I literally met the band. Wait, hold on, wait a second.
1: You didn't know that the tour was with Snoop Dogg? Is that what you just said? Is that you You gotta understand,
0: you gotta (laughs) understand, dude. Like, it's it's different now. You know, before Cali Roots. Yes. You know, there's like this scene now where like internet and Cali Roots and festivals, there's no reggae rise up. There's no Cali Roots. There were no photographers. There's like a million photographers now that are all good. Mm -hmm. but yo I was the only motherfucker like like they didn't have like official like five six seven camera people every fucking show right they had nobody they Mm -hmm. had so the only thing that was cali reggae oriented was like the slightly stupid tour so it's like this year that year 2009 it was slightly stupid snoop dog and I just made a lot of friends like all the ob like ogs you know dj unite Green tea, um, shit. People who are no longer with us. Carlos
1: like, uh, Culture, man. He was like, I don't.
0: I never met that dude, but well, just I, like I, a bu-
1: he was just part of the scene there. He's just a big. head I know in the him. Scene. I, yeah. I know of him. Yeah,
0: I actually I met his wife or his daughter. I don't know. I met somebody recently that was related to. Him. But long story short, dude, um, you know it was just very organic. And like, 2009, 10, 11, 12... After, like five six years up until like 14 the shit was just like slightly stupid to her and i remember 2015 all of a sudden like cali roots just blew the fuck up yeah and it became a thing and like all of a sudden like a million new fans like came out of nowhere and bands um, for the bands it's a great thing it's you right. know generates money generates sure. fans for me it's kind of like all of a sudden i'm surrounded by like 20 new photographers everyone's talking shit because they <laughs> think they're better than you yeah, and they honestly, they probably are better than me. <laughs> but you know, that's like the year that I realized I'm like, oh, now it's a competition type of thing. Mm. So I had to like navigate and realize like how do, how do you handle that? So you have to be creative. You have to like do other things rather than just photography. So like, I went into like clothing. I went into marketing, and, and like you got to open yourself up and like change. Like yeah. if you don't know how to change you're fucked you are and like dude i i just remember seeing like that year in 2015 and once again i'm not gonna mention names but everybody knows like there's one or two photographers and it's like you know you get a camera like of course they're gonna give you a photo pass you know mm-hmm. but like you know within a year they were gone because they didn't know how to how to act i guess yeah it's like true. you can't go on Facebook every day and fucking talk shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah you man. Can't no. do that. Well, I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a new generation of of people, you know? Uh, people who grew up on on the internet. Like there's a there's moments where we, me and you and and we're about the same age where we didn't have the internet. I mean, we had some kind of weird amalgamation of it, but it wasn't what it is now. So, it's like there's a whole new generation of people who came up on the internet and only know how to express themselves on the internet. And like, you to gotta say- tread
0: lightly now, man. Yes, like, you do.
1: You do. Bro, you
0: go on my Facebook, <laughs> all I got is like a photo, video. Like, dude, you say one opinion, you're gonna lose half your fucking fan base, dude. Which, um, how do you say, feel
1: about that? How do you feel? How does that make you feel? Oh, wow. I,
0: I feel like, like I told you earlier, like, I fuck feelings like it's not about feelings it's about being smart like what am i gonna do now to fucking navigate the end goal is to be relevant so i yes i'm gonna talk shit right now like after 15 years i'm still here so it's like how do you want to get to that point where like you're always gonna be relevant slightly stupid 25 30 years in the game it's like you have to navigate and you gotta change shit up when you need to now will i ever change my camera style fuck no i'm not gonna get You know, I'm not gonna lie, I got the Sony A7, but and I it's beautiful, the photos are beautiful, but like it's not me. Like, even though I post these beautiful Sony A7 photos, that shit's not me, dude. Mm. So, like, I'm gonna sell it on eBay. It's like I'd rather stick with my Nikon D80, and I feel like it's like having like someone like a girlfriend. It's like you know, you break up with your girlfriend because you want like. You know, maybe it gets boring. Maybe it gets old. And same thing, boyfriend, girlfriend, like, you know, like, you know, our time has passed. Let me let me see if I can get better. And it's like, then you realize, like, holy shit, you got to stick with the loyal, you know, like the Sony, even though the Sony's like physically beautiful, like the shit makes you feel empty when you post it. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like i got i gotta go back to the nikon d80 because that's my wife you know it's like yeah, yeah. that shit yeah. makes me feel great inside even yeah. though it's not perfect even yeah. though the shit's sometimes washed out yeah and and blown out you know at the same time like it's loyal and like that's my style
1: yeah
0: I don't, to- I don't know if that's a good analogy or not but <laughs> i
1: i it is man because you know you're you know you, I feel like you found your voice or you found your style on a certain instrument, you know, like if you're thinking about it in musical terms, you know, I I found my style on this, you know, 335 Gibson or whatever. And this is this is my shit now, you know, and you can play other guitars that are even more expensive and beautiful and and made by the best craftsmen in the world. But at the end of the day, you just want your old guitar back because that's old faithful. You know, you know her inside and out. You've been in every position with her. You know, like you, you've you gone in, down, inside, outside. You know everything about that, and so like Bro, that's let your me, comfort.
0: And sorry for cutting you off. I, Please, I hear I, I cut hear a me lot off. of people off. But that just reminds me, like, so this dude Raz Raz one. Um, you know, he was the singer of the Long Beach Sub All-Stars mm-hmm. back in the day. And, you know, being in this business, it's like, I'm very fortunate to, like, meet all these people that's like, like, holy shit, like, I, dude, I'm a sublime fanatic, obviously Long Beach Sub All-Stars. Oh, yeah. So my boy John is like, yo, can you do a video for this dude? I'm like, yeah, sure, what not? And, um, so I'm over at this dude's house this past summer, man. And, uh, it's like, where on one aspect you got all these fans who are like, You're the guy from the Sublime Crew, you're the you're the guy from like Long Beach Sub All Stars. I'm looking at him. Yo, I'm in this guy's house and you just reminded me. He's got like all these guitars on the wall. And I'm I'm I kinda like I'm like a director. Like I, I stand in the back of the room and I kind of scope out like how people act and what they're about. Yo, this dude took off and he, if he ever watches this, I don't know if he's going to get pissed if I mispronounce it, but <laughs> it looked like a white, like Les Paul, uh-huh. like an old school looking like Johnny Cash guitar. Oh, my God. For three days, we're filming this video. This guy's like fucking on the couch, like hugging this guitar. Like, I love this guitar.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like. I relate. It's like, yo, that's, that's his fucking instrument. That's his
1: D 80 or D 90. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like for me,
0: like my cameras, my cat, but for him, it's like that guitar, like he was so psyched on it. He's like, I love this thing. Holy shit. I love this thing. And it's like, damn dude. Like, like when I, my takeaway from leaving that guy's house is like passion. Like that guy's passionate about music Mm. and, and you know, it's like every artist you meet has their little spiel. So I'm just very fortunate, like everybody I meet, it's like, I get a takeaway yeah. and I, I really try not to get feelings based about it. Cause mm. like a lot of people get butt hurt. Well, yeah. they're not calling me or they're not taking my calls. It's like, yo, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Enjoy the experience of like meeting somebody and working with them. And that's like, keep it moving on to the next. Yeah. And I feel like my workflow has improved when, when feelings and I'm not saying be a fucking robot. Of course, like, you know, say your I love yous and appreciation and all that shit. Yeah. And also if someone pisses you off, let them know. Yeah. Like, yo, I love you, but I'm going to keep that shit real with you. Like, this is where I fucking disagree with you. Yeah. So, um, but the from an artist's point of view, like seeing each artist and like their passion for what they do is pretty fucking amazing. And same thing with photographers, like I guess there's this weird thing where photographers are supposed to hate each other. Like I actually have a couple of favorite photographers. Like I appreciate their style because it's just not me. Like I, there's this Ooh. one girl she does like,
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You're, uh, you're about to tell me.
0: <laughs> no, there's this one girl she does. Like, um, all her photos are like a little, like, like saturated, either like heavy oranges or heavy grays. Like that's like such cool style. And she was like the first to do that. And I see all the people trying to copy her style. What's her name? And, and like I'm not gonna divulge.
1: Oh, but, okay, no worries. I I I did I didn't think but, you were talking shit about her. You were giving her props. Oh, not at
0: all. But I just well, I just wanna yeah, talk no shit good. about the others that are like copying her style.
1: Gotcha, so gotcha. I, no, I it's all a lot good, baby. I, where, I like, play your play, play, play the cards close to your your vest, brother. I feel you.
0: But so so she does this like red and gray style and like dude i saw like three or four other people just start copying her shit and it's like dude i could easily do that like yeah. turn my shit into orange and gray but it's like not my style yeah you know yeah. like it's not about like hey look at me like i'm doing the cool new shit it's more like you gotta be consistent in in like who you are and be like the more authentic you are to yourself the more you're gonna succeed like even with your podcast like dude you just had like floating betty white's during my video like i've done a few podcasts i never seen shit like that so <laughs> now you're gonna stick at it. in my mind i'm gonna be like all right christy like you know the girl that hooked us up yes. like like that was an interesting podcast and you know the optimist prime shit like you gotta do things that are authentic that that stand you out from the rest and like don't don't worry about what else everyone else is doing and there's no need to like copy or bite people's shit man
1: no I feel you, man. Um,
0: what? Um, please finish. But I think one thing, one negative thing I will say about myself is I'm, part of the passion also comes that that territorial thing. And it might be a New York thing where it's like when people bite my shit, like mm. I, re- <laughs> I really, I get fucking a little annoyed. Wow. And, um, you know, there the, are a few people like either photography wise or like branding wise, I've reached out to like, what's up?
1: Wow. Like, man. word up. Yeah. How do you handle I, that? How do you, how do you go about I that? I handle
0: it like, like, I'm, you know, like a fucking professional. Like mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta speak face to face. And if you can't, you, you fucking do it email to email. Like you don't put the shit on Facebook and be like, yeah. fuck that person. They're copying me. Yeah. You go, you go, what's, what's up? I'm like, what's up? But I think over the years, people are like, yeah, that's flattery. Just like, stop getting
1: pissed. <laughs> so, like <laughs> It's like, yo, people like what you're doing. So they try to do it too. Yeah.
0: So, you know, like,
1: uh, I like that. I like, but so, so then you're getting a little bit softer on that idea of people biting. I've,
0: I've gotten a lot in the past year. I think last time I hit somebody up and, like, yo, you're biting my shit. And then, you know, we're friends. And then at the end of the day, it's like, yo, it's all good. You know, I just want to let you know. And then the other person. So as long as you can keep like a friendship going, it's not about like alienating or saying, yeah, but I'll, I'm from New York. I'm the first who's going to call you out on some bullshit.
1: Uh, it hurts when people bite and have more success than you though not gonna lie (laughs) that's what rate is that
0: i mean what is success you know yeah
1: well well, yeah yeah right what is it to you
0: everything's relative i mean i know for me it's like my shit's out there like Mm. that's it like um i could put my feet up and just let the shit fucking um go on go on for itself like I think in the NFT world, what's the term? It's like you buy an NFT, like an image mm-hmm. and then it sells again. And then someone else buys it and it sells. Oh, you get the residuals, right? Yes. So you, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, whatever, man, you know, like if, if we're all like benefiting from it, fuck it. Yeah. You uh, know,
1: take it to t- the take moon, it for flatter. <laughs> to the moon, pizza jam says, uh, you're, an." uh, uh you're an NFT guy. You, are are you invested in the crypto? Um, not
0: yet. Like people are, like whispering in my ear about it. Like, it's it's very like interesting converting your I art guess.
1: into a non fungible token. That's what pizza jams into.
0: Yeah, like, I just don't know how to do it. Me I'm neither. So, that's like, why I'm,
1: one day I'm going to talk to Pizza Jams and see if we can figure out how to mint something. Because I want to mint some kind of art. I think it's just cool. You know what I mean? And the possibilities are, are pretty I don't care about
0: it being cool. I care about, like, yeah, dude, you can make a million dollars. Yeah, right. Shit. Like, but that's
1: what's cool about it. That's like, what's cool
0: Kali about it. Buds did this, like, image where, like, he turned his face into, like, a monkey. Yes. Right? And... That monkey just sold for like sixty thousand dollars. What, what that, is, that fucking photo of a monkey? The face. chimp
1: thing? What is, oh, what the fuck? It's not the one. Now,
0: mind you, and oh. I don't want to talk about this shit for the next time it's. But this, <laughs> mind you, there's like there's like nine hundred versions of this monkey, right? right? So nine hundred people own the monkey face. Kali Buzz, I assume, owns one of them, <laughs> yes. but one of the nine hundred monkeys, maybe because of the type of Hat that the monkey was wearing sold for $60,000 Unfucking believable, dude. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, you know, as a photographer, Gary V's like photographers are next to make millions. I'm mm. thinking like I, I turned my 2009 slightly stupid Snoop Dogg photos that nobody's got that shit except me. Boom. I'll turn that shit into an NFT and hopefully oh, some shit. billionaire from Dubai gives me like $5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm,
1: I, I don't know if these are collie buds. I don't think these are collie buds. Uh,
0: that's in the middle.
1: In the middle. We got, oh, this. That's First the, one.
0: First one. Wait a second.
1: That's collie buds. I've seen that. I've seen that around. I've seen no. That,
0: that one image is Calibuds. He doesn't own every monkey. He only owns uh, that one Calibuds
1: monkey. The one. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. So it's the KaliBuds Kali monkey. Buds. Now listen, Version of that. Okay. I Ape could strong. be
0: wrong. Like, if Kali Buds sees this, maybe he'll be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but from what I know is that that gold jacket is what Kali Buds wears, mm. and that green hat is. So that's like KaliBuds as a monkey.
1: Gotcha, and it's the apes. It's a it's a variation of ape strong. I it's think. a
0: variation nice. of the nine hundred monkeys. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so so I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, no, I think it would be awesome if you if you if you got into that shit, man. I mean, like that that it, it makes sense, you know, because that's like the next step. And what's interesting about NFTs is that it, that once you buy the image, it's almost like I guess it's how you set it up as well. But you get licensed that image. You get to use that image how you see fit even but i don't know if that's something that you can work into the blockchain if you don't want them to use that image for a certain thing but it's almost like you buy the rights to it the same thing with songs and mp3s and stuff you can sell a song as an mp3 and or or as an nft and someone could buy it and they can license it and do whatever they want with it because they own it and they bought that specific thing and i thought that that was such an interesting um, expansion of buying music or buying art. You know what I mean?
0: It's great. I just feel like with me... Like, did you ever watch The Big Lebowski?
1: Of course. Yes, it's classic, so, baby.
0: So the oh, thing sure. is, like, you know, I did heavy research on this film. And, like, I've seen it over a thousand times. But long story short, it's, it's literally, like, Buddhism. It's ah. the Buddha. So, like, you got this dude who... You got this bum dude who just, like, smokes weed and, like... um nothing bothers him like he'll crash his car his apartment gets broken into and like they pee on his rug like he never gets depressed and he never gets suicidal because at the end of the day possessions are nothing Mm. right so it goes back to he's holding his nirvana he's holding his cheat so it's like if you look at it from buddhist point of view opening scene two people break into his house they fucking crack his uh the tile in his bathroom instead of being like yo that's gonna cost me five hundred dollars to fix they stole my rug he's like fuck it i'm just gonna get another rug so and he crashes his car fuck it like so that's the thing with me it's like i want to keep this like chi where it's like dude i'm dealing with like kids like fuck you i didn't do my homework (laughs) and i'm dealing with principals i'm dealing with managers or bands and it's like all i want to do is be on like a positive vibe so all i need is my fucking green tea all i need is a little sun in my face in a fucking parking lot all i gotta do is mail out a few packages to make people happy with the shirts they got so that shit is kind of like lebowski style and why am i bringing it up i feel like the only conflict with the nft thing is that shit takes away from my chi like i'm gonna be all like concerned about money and like like i make a good living man like i mean it's good to like make your million but it's like I don't want to sit there for hours going through my photos like like how much Oh, I made 5 dollars here I made 10 dollars here it's like I rather just fucking throw the shit out there and like check back in like 5 weeks and like oh I made 60 grand right like, <laughs> <laughs> cuz it takes away from my like zen I see what you're and saying. like
1: yeah cuz you're going to be constantly being like well how's it doing right like is that is I that, hate,
0: yeah, I hate that shit me man. Too, like who me wants too. to be Some people love it though right. some people like like yo, I'm a stock guy. Look at my stocks. It's like
1: fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about your <laughs> stocks, bro. Uh, but I mean, but 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 if it's and making I'm not you millions, them down, no, of course, because we want we want the money too, right? Like <laughs> we're interested. But it's like, uh, yeah, I, I feel you. Like someone who measures their worth on on their stock portfolio is fucking an idiot. So. And that's fine. Let them live their lives. It's just
0: not me. Like it's not I, I'm, you. I'm not going to give you feelings about it. It's just not something I want to accomplish. Like I'll give you guys for feelings exa- about it. Like, for example, next week, I'm going to Austin, Texas, right, to I do love a video Austin. for this band, um, Audic Empire. Nice. And it's like, instead of being like, yo, I'm the fucking man, I'm like <laughs> filming this video, I'm looking at it like, holy shit, I'm so grateful to like, I'm going to Austin. Yeah. So like I'm gonna I told the dude Ronnie who's the singer of the band, I'm like, Well film your video, but we gotta hit the strip, dude. Like I I wanna check out like the main strip of Austin. Yeah, man. I wanna meet the people. And it's like that shit is what motivates my life, like traveling and meeting new people.
1: Go check out the Rather Flamingo, than. man. Uh, you're probably familiar with the Flamingo Cantina, but like, go check it out. It's a reggae bar on Six. On
0: Stubbs. I've been to Stubbs. Before.
1: Stubbs is dope. Yeah, Stubbs. Yeah. And, and that that famous, uh, the first uh, Modest Yahoo album it, at Stubbs in Austin.
0: Yeah, he blew up in Brooklyn, actually. I knew him when he was like a Hasidic Jew. And um, I met him in 2005 when he played with Buju Bantan in Queens, New York. Nice. Uh, he was like the only white dude on stage, he was all Jamaican. <laughs> You got to understand, in, in Jamaica, Queens, it's, like, big Caribbean culture. And uh, they're, like, up next, Matt is Yahoo. And he comes out, this white dude, full, like, Hasidic outfit. And everyone's kind of giggling. And this this dude just starts fucking beatboxing. Like, yeah. yo, ho- I wish I filmed that shit. Like, people were going insane. Oh, yeah. And right away, I'm, like, this dude's, like, we were all, like, this guy's going to fucking blow up.
1: Yeah,
0: man. And, and then he changed his whole image, man. He turned into like the dirty heads.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that was. He's like, yeah, I, the last time I saw him, I was playing a festival in San Diego. It was Oyster Fest or some shit. I don't know. He was walking Bay around. Fest. Was it? Right. I don't know. No. It it was it was it was like 2016 or something, um, and he's walking around in like a, all like he's in a straight up Canadian tuxedo, walking around with his sunglasses on and shit. I was just like, "Damn, you you've changed so much." I, I, well, I still respect I, him. I still respect him as an I, artist.
0: I, well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to change the territory. Like, what makes you still relevant? Like him dressing up like a Hasidic Jewish guy is that gonna be relevant after 15, 20 right. years? Yeah, to be like. So he changed and he's still fucking relevant. Yeah. So without giving you feelings on it, like it's pretty smart business wise. Like this guy's crushing it. Um, I actually hung out with him in Vegas at the rise of Vegas. It was me, him and Angelo fishbone. Sweet. And we were talking, we were talking Brooklyn. I'm like, I told him that story. I'm like, yo, dude, remember you and Buju back in 2005. (laughs) And he was just like blown away.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. You gotta love that. the the um you know just sort of wrapping up the conversation here cuz i know you got stuff to do um you know like i i noticed something that you you talk a lot about authenticity a lot and even on your 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 uh your instagram you know it says authentic you know next to a a a, a camera so i mean what is, what is authentic to you then
0: uh being yourself like if you're a fucking nerd like be a nerd if you're a fucking camera person be a camera person like don't do the shit because you're trying to fit in or 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 be part of a scene man and i mean listen this comes with the territory of like anything there's a lot of fraudulent people out there uh dealing with the entertainment industry and i feel like my stance or what my spiel or gimmick is like take me for who i am like i don't need to be whatever your vision is like i am me i'm a fucking teacher camera guy from New York, if you don't like that, you don't got to work with me. And if you do, you know, the irony is I get a lot more um, work from Cali people than I do in New York. Hmm because yeah. they like the fucking, they like the attitude. They them. like
1: the rawness. Because, you know, it's so funny, though, when you when you hang out in these different, on, on opposite coasts, they're always like, I love the other one, you know what I mean? Although I do notice that Cali people really love being in Cali, so <laughs> there's something there's some to be said about that. But, like, every time I'm in New York and, and like, when I was in from San Diego, when I was living there, it's like, oh, man, I wish I lived in San Diego because the fucking sun and because New York, you know, the sun. I just feel like people who are from, like, the East Coast, or midwest that don't get that sunlight that that vibe that laid back ocean vibe you know they they just love it when they go out there they're hooked on it because it's you grow up in the gray you know like we're basically in a monocloud for you know nine months out of the year so it's like you go out there you see this explosion of color and light and brilliance and you're just like what in the fuck is going on and then of course on the other side it's west coast they're like new york city bright lights people and hustle and bustle uh yep attitude
0: so. I just feel like no if I move out to Cali, nothing will get done.
1: I'll just get <laughs> I feel you, dude. I've gotten more done since being secluded away in the Midwest yep. yeah. <laughs> than I ever did in California. If,
0: imagine if I woke if I woke up right now on the beach, I'd probably would just be like, yo, dude, push the podcast back two weeks because yeah. I'm on the beach.
1: <laughs> I'm on the beach, bitch. <laughs> I got this
0: I got like cute girls around me, like who needs you know? But here it's like here it's like, yo, I, you know, let's do it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm multitasking. I'm mailing my shit out. I'm drinking green tea. I'm doing a podcast. I, re- I appreciate that to too,
1: man. I appreciate. It. I'm going to the city, motherfucker. I got things to do. Uh, no, I really Dude, do appreciate that. Very
0: grateful. Very grateful, man. Well, for, oh. for being able to do yeah, this man. and a lot of opportunities coming. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, please, real quickly, what what do you got going? I, I, we didn't really cover the the short film you got going. What, what? I got? A,
0: I got a few minutes. Okay. Cool, uh, cool. All right. So. I just decided after doing like a 100 or something videos over the past 10 years, like, like, I don't want to be like 60, 70 years old, just being a music video director that, you know, you got to change, you got to evolution. So like, a good goal to have, I'm not saying I am, I'm saying a good goal to have is I want to be the next Quentin Tarantino.
1: I think that would be cool. I love Quentin. So.
0: So I want to make some cool fucking movies, man. And like no one in the reggae scene is doing a fucking movie with reggae people. So it's like, fuck it. I'm putting all all our heroes in a fucking movie. And like, it's not even about whether it's going to be a blockbuster or not. It's going to be a fucking cult classic. Like, yo, did you see that movie with Fishbone? Like, you know, acting like a guy, like it's going to be a cult classic. And then on to the next. And I want to put out these short films and eventually in 10 years, in my fifties, I want to do uh, like a real Hollywood-style movie. Like, look at the ten films I've done; you can see I can produce. Uh, give me a million dollars and let's do something. Yeah. You know?
1: So filmmaking, like you, like straight up long-form filmmaking, is what you want to do.
0: That's my end goal. Like when I die, I want to be known as like a commercial filmmaker, like a, a Quentin or a Scorsese, because I feel like my shit's different from like a lot of people in this particular sh- scene. Mm. And I think I could push that out commercially, um, you know, into the country, if not the world.
1: Do you uh, do you have movie ideas? That, do you come at it as a writer or do you just come at it dr- strictly as a director, like looking for a script?
0: Writers and the writer-director. I got like crazy ideas that are very original.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, and I feel
0: like even in some of my videos, like my shit's – I've done shit where, like I said, people – or like start biting and it's like, maybe it's not as humble to be like, ha, I did that first. So yeah. I kind of stopped doing that shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, the older I get, the more I realize, like, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. People know what's up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what was it? What, what do they say? A, a, a true gangster doesn't need to let everybody know that they're gangsters. Fuck. Real right?
0: gangsters move in silence. There bro. you
1: go. There you go. That's it. I, I'm just so not hip hop. <laughs> I, I shit all over lyrics constantly. It's not that Real I'm Gangsters not, moving That's right. Oh, I'm you were
0: you were referencing probably Biggie. Like he, he said it differently, or, or Jay Z, but real gangsters so move in silence. You know, just shut the fuck up. Do what mm-hmm. you got to do.
1: For sure, man. For sure.
0: Handle shit internally.
1: Um, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, a, yeah. I feel that. There's this
0: fun one fun. dude, like, he's like a sublime fanatic. And it's like, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, every time I do something like sublime based, like the guy will go chirping on the internet. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, even with this last video I did for Roz, it's like, all I did was fly out and do a video. So he posts like one of my stickers and like half of it was like ripped off. <laughs> and he's like, but he wouldn't mention what he's mad about. It's <laughs> like people under, oh yeah, fuck that. And it's <laughs> like, yo, like, sorry for filming a video. like
1: <laughs> whatever. <dude>. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> All iterative. right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, pe- people are tripping, but you know what they say? If you don't have a troll, you're not doing it right. So, you know, hey, you got to have haters, man. You got to have a hater. That's how you know <laughs> that you found success.
0: I'm just, you know, it's about loving what you do, man. Like, if I can wake up every day and keep doing what I love, it's like, I'm good.
1: Yeah, man. I feel that. Well,
0: I don't give a fuck how many people like it. There you go. I don't give a
1: fuck. I don't care, dude yeah man you know i i love that you come from the fuck you i won't do what you tell me generation you know what i mean rage fuck you uh i i, I love that and i feel like that's lost on this new generation i feel like punk it's,
0: rock man that's real punk rock
1: i feel like, like it's fuck you tell me what to do now i don't know but uh you know it's, fuck no, feelings it's right? more like
0: <laughs> it's more like hey guys is this good oh it didn't, it didn't get 100 likes so i'm gonna delete this now <laughs> is uh, hey, guys, okay? <laughs> hey guys hey guys did you like what i just did there like please write that you liked it please like yo i don't give a shit yeah. like the Gary dread video like i like it
1: yeah
0: the band likes it like i don't give a fuck if you don't like it yeah man you know like, whatever dude yeah man. but yo i i shouldn't say that too much because then you know that jeff guy he's fuck him
1: no man there's nothing wrong with being proud of your work and and that's fucking that's the truth and like if you don't respect your work if you don't love it and if you're not proud of it then no one else will so i respect the fuck out of that you're like you stand by what you do i I
0: just don't understand the whole like you know you do your art as a release i don't understand the whole like here's my art like please approve my art like no 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 like stop yeah. art is cause like it's
1: something you have to do not something that you do for clout it's like it's, it's a disease okay, there you
0: go you said clout chasing and i think that's what this generation yeah you know there's a lot of clout chasers uh a lot of clout demons out there yeah. and it's like authentic going back to the authentic is the opposite of the clout like mm. when you're og and you're authentic like it's kind of like having a fucking in a video game having like a, a force field or a shield it's like yo cloud chasers never win because you're always relying on people to give you approval like you know how many videos like i've had like famous bands are like we don't approve this video and if like it what if i said like okay you're right like no there was like an internal like what do you mean you don't fucking like it like you know like and listen like a band like Fortune Youth, those are my brothers. Like, I know me and Greg and Jared, we were on a group text for the last video with Al Barosi. We were going back and forth creatively for like two months. Like, they were like busting my fucking balls. Like, <laughs> yo, this one scene, take it out. Like we don't like the coconuts. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like the fucking Jamaican coconuts and fucking? I'm like, that's cool. Like, take the coconuts out, dude. <laughs> and fuck? we were like, yo, it got bad. I was like, fuck you. And they're like, fuck you. And then and then at that, it's like, I love you. I love you. Yeah. And then I took out. I'm like, you know what? I'll take out the fucking coconuts, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe the coconuts ain't worth all the fuck yous, bro. <laughs>
0: it weren't right, but I took it out because I'm like, let's just get this video
1: out. They were wrong. <laughs> but i did what they asked of it's me it's all
0: it's all creative okay. Listen, as a filmmaker it's like you see it one way but you as a band it's like we don't want to be portrayed like this so yeah. it's like it's it's like a scale you got to weigh your fucking shit yeah. and like same thing with slightly stupid like i've had creative back and forth with them and you know you got to respect it at the end of the day you can't you can't be like fuck that guy feelings feelings you got to be like all right. They see it from a different perspective and at the end of the day it's it's their likeness and you gotta you gotta really make sure they're happy at the end. So
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true, man. Yeah um, I, I get the same way, man. I get super defensive, like, especially when it comes to editing, because I do editing, you know, freelance and and shooting and stuff, and I'm just like, what do you mean? That is a beautiful scene. Fuck you, you're an idiot. But you know, you can't say that and you just I don't like- do that, yeah. <laughs> you don't say that I you just that internalize it and just be like okay what would you like instead Fuck you. <laughs> but but, uh, but that's it, what you do that's t- what you do yeah. you go
0: like what do you what do you want instead mm-hmm. yeah. like what do you want instead like yeah. how do we obviously you your eyes like, better
1: than mine so go ahead you did you direct the fucking film
0: <laughs> you get well yeah <laughs> you got to do keywords you got to do like you know i i hear what I hear it's like teaching almost. We learn this in a, in a, in a PD class, a professional development class. Like if students like upset, right. You don't like fight with them. Like stop yelling, sit down You go, you go, I see that you're upset. And I see, because I asked you to read this page that you're upset. What can we do? So you got to do that with uh, adults too. You got (laughs) to say like, all right, I see that you're upset about this one video clip. Like what can we do to make it better? Yeah. And it's like, you got to use these strategies, um, life skills. And um, I've been applying them for the past couple of years. Listen, man, six, seven years ago, (laughs) I was doing exactly what you're saying. I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. (laughs) And like, you know, by the way I was reacting caused some tension. So like now it's like listen, here's my fucking resume. Like you see what I can do. What can we do to put out a fucking classic? And, yeah. and as a filmmaker, as an artist, you want to inspire other people. Like you want to tell them like, like with Gary Dredd and Rick Hayes, it's like, yo, we're putting out a fucking banger. This is before the video even came out. Like they even saw any of the footage. I'm like, who's that dude in the middle? That's kind of weird. Oh yeah.
1: That, that, that's <laughs> Sorry. That's me. Fucking being weird. Oh, it's you? Yeah.
0: No, it's all good. <laughs> but like at the, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, we're going to, you want you want to inspire it's like we're gonna put out this this classic
1: hmm.
0: and like we put it out like the, the shit got on reggaeville which is like a huge you don't just get on reggaeville right and i'm like oh my god like they want the video so they, they took the video and they they put it out um so i'm very appreciative for that oh yeah and it's just like fun it's fun working with Gary and rick like they're like brothers man it's like we filmed another video for Year's eve and i'm gonna chop something up and i'm sure they're fucking gonna tell me what they don't like and <laughs> We'll have a little battle, and then, uh, yeah. but it's cool. This past video we did like black and white. We're um we're at this this girl's house, Mama D, Mama. That's another friend that I just made, Mama D. She's got like uh she's in Merritt Island near Cocoa Beach, Florida. She's got a boat, so we did this like palm tree like island like Gilligan's Island video. Um, so uh, you imagine these two dudes dressed in all black in like eighty <laughs> degree weather. Like, like, Gary and Rick are literally all black, gold chains, uh, hip-hop, reggae style. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got my shirt off because I don't give a fuck. I'm filming. Yeah. And it's going to be cool. It's, it's like black and white. We got palm trees. Very, like, Calvin Klein commercial type of style.
1: Yeah. That's you know? that, that's awesome, man. I, I love that so much, man. I love that you're you're pursuing your dreams like that and, and that you're able to s- – like you said, you're able. Like at this point in your career, your career sort of has legs of its own. You still have to water it and you know take care of it, but you but it has legs of its own, and you're able to sort of you know feed off that. And I, I think that's so beautiful. And and again, I've been Next. following. You know, I I, I never I, I didn't never knew who you were, but I've known your brand since I've lived in California, basically. So Sick. like it's been an interest. It, it's just very interesting that I've had this relationship with your your art for a very long time yeah. and and so it's nice to talk to you and sort of bring it all full circle, man. So
0: likewise, man.
1: Jeff, I really appreciate your time, my friend. You have a great yes, rest sir. of your day, and we're gonna actually watch that the Rockas uh, video again. That uh, that that Jeff here was the producer, and well, I'm sorry, the the uh, videographer. Were you a producer too? Can we say you were a producer as well? Of course, the, yeah. I,
0: mean? I produce all my shit, man.
1: There you go. <laughs> so producer, director, and and videographer, the whole shebang. So. Uh, uh, we're gonna let Jeff go and finish his day, and we're gonna hit the 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 video, and I'm gonna go pee, and then we'll we'll come back and <laughs> we'll <laughs> and we'll chat up a little bit more. And uh, hi, Marianne, thank you for being here. Enjoy this video, and Jeff, you have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too. All right, Peace brother. Up. Thank you. Peace. Thank you so much, Jeff, for coming on the show and sharing your truths. Everybody, go find Jeff at RaisedFistPropaganda.com. You can also find him on Instagram and all that stuff. All the links are in the show notes. So go and follow up your boy and give him some love. Thank you again, Jeff, for coming on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation. All right, guys, I'm going to keep it very short and sweet at the end here. I have to get out of here and, like, I I still have to poop and, and then i gotta go to work and shit so i am exhausted and i need like a cup of coffee and to get my head right because i'm about to go wrangle some homeless people make sure that they're fed and not freezing out on the streets so okay i gotta go i love you guys be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i'll see you next week with i don't even know of course i don't know all right bye